Thank you for joining us for Redeemer Radio's share While we might not have people available to answer phones right now, depending on when you're listening to this, you can always donate online at RedeemerRadio.com slash donate. And you can find more information about share and the different hours at RedeemerRadio.com slash share And please share this podcast with your friends and family so that others can hear about the mission of Redeemer Radio and support it as well. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Redeemer Radio's Fall share 2021. Um, hard to imagine it's that many years in. Um, my name is Mike Ripley, and I'll be your host for the next hour. I do believe I've been qualified as a superior host to the previous host, but uh, <laughs> that could be subjective. We'll see. Um, with me today, we have some folks uh, from St. Charles here in Fort Wayne, including uh, Father Tom Shoemaker and a couple of other parishioners who will introduce themselves. And uh, before we get into the fundraising and the fun uh, chat we're going to have, I think we it's always best if we start with prayer and father tom has agreed to lead us sure in the name of the father son and holy spirit amen. amen lord as we look at a world that's in need of evangelization we ask that you'll make us evangelizers help us to share the faith with our families help us to share the faith through the radio help us to share the faith in any way that we can and 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 bless all those efforts we ask that you'll watch over this this shareathon bless us with success and help us to be the best of evangelizers in every way as we celebrate today the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows, help us as we carry our crosses and trials. Help us to know that you're with us, that you're guiding us and leading us and supporting us in all things. Guide us and make us your own. We pray together. Hail Mary, full, full of grace, grace, the Lord, the Lord is, is with thee. thee. Blessed, blessed art thou among women, women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mother, Mother of God, pray, pray for us sinners, sinners now and at the, the hour, hour of our death. death. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. And thank you, all of you who are tuning in right now. Um, share is perhaps the greatest joy that Redeemer Radio partakes in. It is an invitation for folks to come visit us uh, in person, but also it's an invitation for us to get together in as a much larger community of supporters of Catholic evangelization and Catholic radio. So we're thankful for, even if you're just listening, uh, that you would lend your prayers to us. But of course, we are here to raise money for Redeemer Radio. And so I want to remind everyone that there are several different ways that you can give. Uh, the first and easiest is to call our phone number here, 260-436-9598. We have lots of uh, volunteers ready to take your call. You can also go to RedeemerRadio.com and click on Give Now. And then you can also, for those of you who are very tech savvy, I am not. I am the least tech savvy millennial of all time. Text the word GIVE to our Holy Cross College text line at 260-436-9598. So, I want to kick us off. First and foremost, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, this is a wondrous activity for us to to participate in. I would like it if we could go around, uh, do a brief introduction about yourselves, why you're here, some of the things you do at the parish, and uh, maybe one little um, note about what you love about Redeemer Radio. So, Emma, we can start with you. Um, my name is Emma Pete. I'm the assistant youth minister at St. Charles. I'm also a parishioner, and I have three children that are at the school. So I really love it there. Um, Redeemer Radio is a wonderful thing for our diocese in our area because it really allows that time and that space of entertainment to be Christ-centered. Um, I know that I have some children that really enjoy listening to certain programs that Redeemer Radio offers. Awesome. 
Are you willing to tell which ones? Um, my oldest really likes um, Jimmy Aiken, It's Mysterious World. That's his favorite. But he also enjoys listening to The Bishop. As I think many of us. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> How great. And what an opportunity for formation. Thank you. And Margaret? Um, I'm Margaret Ryan. Um, I have spent most of my life at St. Charles Parish. Um, I grew up at the school and the church. Um, now I'm blessed to have eight children that go to school and attend Mass or two. Um, my husband is a pastoral associate with Father Tom, so he's there every day as well. Uh, we were just blessed with the house a few years ago, right around the church. So we come and grow, go multiple times a day usually. Uh, it's, a, it's a great blessing part of our life to be part of St. Charles community. Awesome. And what about Redeemer Radio? Redeemer Radio is, for me, it's a great little, I usually listen in the car. So it's great to be able to have those few snippets of time during the day to, to turn to turn your thoughts, thoughts toward God and, and either be reaffirmed in whatever I'm thinking of for the day or learn something new about the truth of our God. Uh, so for me, it's a great quick burst of help. It is so reassuring when you get into the car. And I think it's easy a lot of times when we're going from place to place to just jump from one thing to the next and get caught up in what the day is. And unfortunately, we don't allow ourselves to be interrupted by God. I, I think this happens to all of us. And Redeemer Radio, when it's on in the car, you jump in and you're like, Whoa, oh, wait a second. That is actually unavoidable. And here we go. And I, for me, it is a good reset. You know, it's a good reminder that, hey, your day doesn't overwhelm your love and, and the grace that you get from God. So take it a moment to reflect. So I, I love that you shared that. And then, uh, Father, I don't, I don't know that you need a lot of introduction, but uh, why don't you introduce yourself? And, uh, and yep. then I've got questions for everybody. <laughs> Good. Father Tom Shoemaker. I've been on the Sherathon for a lot of years. Uh, uh, five years now at St. Charles and previously at uh, St. Therese Little Flower in South Bend for three. Uh, and before that, it was on with St. Jude here for many years. Uh, I remember when the when the station first began. So I've been on a lot of charathons. You, you have. You have been around for a while. So, <laughs> and with that in mind, I think um, what I told you beforehand that I would ask is um, really you have been at parishes that have been amazing supporters, not only of Redeemer Radio, but just very active parishioners within the diocese, at the schools. Um, and so, of course, uh, I wouldn't expect you to take credit for it because uh, you're, you're a humble man. Um, but but what what's unique about what you have done at the parishes, but then also what has driven all of that support from the parishes to Redeemer Radio, do you think? Yeah, I think just having the vision. Uh, what this radio station is all about is evangelization. It's, it's reaching people who aren't in church, uh, reaching people who are in their cars, reaching people who are in a workplace, uh, people who are just going through the dial. Uh, I've, I've known a number of people who have ended up in the RCIA, and I always ask the question, what brought you to Catholic Church? Uh, once in a while, that's the answer. I mean, most often it's I've got a husband or a wife or a mother-in-law or somebody. But once in a while, you have somebody say, I've been listening to Redeemer Radio. I've, I've heard some things on the radio that really inspired me. Uh, I've had several people come through the RCIA. This is what brought them here. So as long as we can see that this is this is the mission of the station and this is what we're doing, people are behind it. This yeah. is what we need to do. Yeah. Now, when you, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned the RCIA piece to that. So for someone who comes in and actually has said, you know, I've been listening to Redeemer Radio, not that we want to compare formation or anything, but do you find that those folks maybe have um, 
a perspective, maybe other folks who are true novices and, and don't really know much. Do you find that they've got some education? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them know a lot about the sacraments already. They know a lot about the church history. They, they're on top of a lot of things and, and they're kind of our shining stars in the RCIA, I guess. Sure. I, I think the, the good fortune there, too, is that um, a, a lot of times we we can f- become complacent in our own knowledge of our faith and think, oh, well, you know, I, I, I've done a good job of formation. But but yet those folks are coming into RCIA asking better questions than a lot of us who have been, you know, Catholics from the start. So um, hopefully that's a resource uh, for uh, really our, our parishes and our community. Um, so. Someone's reminding me that they forgot to mention the goal, but I don't have the goal sitting anywhere, so I can't mention the goal. But I will just say, so let's just say our goal is really, really high, and we don't have enough donations yet. So uh, we're going to need more people to call in. Um, but but truly, folks, if you're listening, if you are a supporter of St. Charles, if you're a supporter of Redeemer Radio, um, and someone reminds me, large goal, but St. Charles comes through. Um, and by the way, everyone, our Facebook and YouTube, li- YouTube live streams are back up. So if you didn't know, you can also watch us on YouTube and Facebook. Um, ways that you can donate and help out with us today, you can call 260-436-9598. We have volunteers ready to take your calls. Uh, you can always go online to RedeemerRadio.com. Click on Give Now. You can also text the word Give to our Holy Cross College text line which is the same as the station number, 260-436-9598. And so a couple of other things. Ways that you may be uh, incentivized to give today. Um, Know that you can actually be a day sponsor, um, which is, let's see, $400 donation earns six on-air messages on the day of your choice. $700 earns 12 on-air messages on the day of your choice. $1,000 earns 18 on-air messages the day of your choice. So let's just start there. We can work our way down. There are other gift levels, but let's just start at the top. If anyone would like to call one of those in, we would love it. Um, and then, and then I'm going to give my little plug for Redeemer, and then the rest of it's all questions for you folks. So what I would tell everybody is right now Redeemer Radio is trying so hard to make sure that we are making a call to folks who have either uh, patently outright turned down Catholic faith as the direction they would choose in life. Um, or for folks who maybe they were raised Catholic and they just they just haven't. They haven't gravitated towards what the Catholic faith is. We are hoping to make messaging that is inviting to those people to say, you belong here. Regardless of what your life has been like, regardless of what your life is today, you belong in the Catholic Church. We are the universal church. And so we can't do that without... Uh, money to support the mission. Um, it takes a lot of money, not only to run the actual uh, physical radio station, but it takes money to employ people who can spread the right message. So uh, that's my one plug. The rest of this, we're just going to have a great time talking about things going on at St. Charles. Um, and I want to send a quick shout out to Greg Solt and Clara, Clara Miller. You've already got us on the board. So thank you very, very much. Um, and I thought I saw earlier a donation from Ricardo Romero. Thank you, sir, so much. Um, we're so thankful for everything that you do for Redeemer Radio. And uh, if you'd like to get your name read on air, just call in and make a donation. 
Okay, so uh, Father, anybody else, anybody can take this one. But we obviously have uh, a ton of things going on in the parish. Um, we just finished with little mini Cardinal Fest, which was awesome. Um, and we've got some things going on with uh, architecture and school started. So if anybody wants to chime in and talk a little bit, uh, uh, you know, maybe Emma, you might be a great, a great candidate for talking about the school year starting and what things are going on at St. Charles. Yeah, the school year seems to be a kicked off really nicely. Um, I think that through all of the pandemic and everything that happened, what I saw was just like the beauty of our wonderful Catholic school coming together and supporting the families and the kids. And everybody really saw that it was a difficult time, but just supported each other. And it's been it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful to be a part of this family. Um, and the school seems to be going great. And um, in my area in youth ministry, we're gearing up for our um, high school fall retreat in a month. Um, we also have a young adult retreat coming just next weekend, and we're trying to get middle school ministry kicked off this year. So a lot going on, but it's all fun. Very good. You, you talked a little bit about the challenge of the pandemic and things. How, and, and Father and Emma, really all of us, uh, the, how, how has the church and the school responded to some of the challenges of folks who've had to be isolated, um, maybe folks who, for medical reasons or any other reason, weren't comfortable sending kids to school. What are some of the ways that you've been able to outreach and and maintain um, a connection for folks who haven't been able to be present, physically present? Yeah, we've offered a lot of live streaming things from the classroom for, for kids who are not able to be there. I don't know if we have any this year, but we did last year for sure. Um, we're trying to do everything we can to keep kids relatively stable seating plans. So if somebody becomes sick, the quarantine doesn't become too large. Um, we're doing our best. Uh, it's just a frustrating time, but but doing our best to keep a positive attitude and roll with it as it goes. We've had a lot of kids out on quarantines and back in again and out again and in again. And uh, we're just doing our best to keep smiling and keep it going. Sure. Mm -hmm. Have there been any um, have there been any unique needs that maybe we hadn't as as parishes and schools we hadn't seen, um, you know, that people say, gosh, you know, because I'm at home all the time, there's a new struggle. Um, I mean, is anything identified as particularly cumbersome for for families to practice at home? You know, the, the really unique thing is, is the elderly who can't come to mass mm -hmm. uh, for people who have not missed a Sunday in 80 years. Suddenly they can't be in church. Uh, it's that's just awful. Uh, so live streaming, we had never done that until the pandemic started. Uh, we've started mailing out bulletins. We've tried to make contact with with the folks we know of who are not able to come to mass. Uh, but it's been a terrible time for those who have been afraid to come back. Yeah, uh, and there are still a few. A lot of people have been vaccinated now and are, are more comfortable coming back. But we still have some who aren't, and uh, it's been an awful time for those folks. Have you had any just really surprising, beautiful stories come out of uh, the time? And that really does, I think, apply to school and and uh, you know, the actual mass community itself. Yeah. You know, one of the beautiful stories, Margie, you want to talk about the procession that we did last year, uh, the St. Charles procession? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what the, what the, what it was titled. I can't remember the name. It was a week or two after, after Easter. It was April 25th. Uh, it was when schools had just been shut down, you know, within okay. the month before, uh, and we were all at home on quarantine. Um, and I read about some tradition in the church that they did a profession, a procession on this feast day. Um, 
Yeah, St. Charles Borromeo himself started it during a time yes. of plague. So uh, at any rate, we, oh, we, got wow. to, we got together a group of maybe 30 of us, that, yeah. the people that I could text and think of, and we processed around the outside of the church barefoot, and it was cold. So being barefoot was definitely penance. Uh, and yeah. with, with the host and the monstrance leading us yeah. uh, and prayed, prayed so, a list of prayers that Father Tom had um, typed, typed out for us. Uh, it was it was a great show of faith for us and for probably the community around us and, and just a re-bolstering for all of us that yeah. we could still get together and we still were together. Turns out it's a 500-year tradition in Milan and areas that begun by St. Charles Borromeo. We'd never heard of it till Margaret yeah. called and said, let's do this. So, sure. So it was organized in about a half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we printed out the litanies that St. Charles would have used and marched barefoot around the neighborhood with monstrance and... Yep. Had a great procession. That's an absolutely beautiful story. <laughs> we we had not uh, moved to the parish by that time, so we, we missed that. But um, I, those are the stories that I hope so many of us can share with each other. You know, if, even if it's not over the air, but but to sit down and think about, you know, despite challenges that none of us had ever known before, we still had a unique expression of our faith that enriched everything. We You could still socially distance, right? You can still be just as in love with your faith and uh, and keep each other safe. So that is a ton of fun. Um, a quick update. We have 14 pledges for $633. Um, we have gifts from Tom and Bev Aid, Mary and Don and Donita Smith, Joe Vetter, Tina and Andy Schneider. Um, folks, we're going to need a lot more pledges and a lot faster if we're going to hit a goal. Um, so uh, get your fingers all warmed up and you can text us at 260-436-9598. You can also call that same number here at the studio. We would love to speak to you. We have someone who will take your donation. Um, you can also go to RedeemerRadio.com and use the Give Now button. Um, a couple of things. Remember, any gift is important. It doesn't matter if it's $5, if it's $10, if it's a million dollars. That'd be great. Thank you. Um, it does not matter. And your prayers are also absolutely appreciated and needed. So anything that you can give to support our cause, we appreciate it. We want to offer as many unique uh, giving incentives as we can. Um, so when you call in, if you'd like, to. Um, there are ways to be a, uh, a day sponsor. You can also get a free t-shirt, um, different levels. Uh, it's, it's about, and we've got some inflation here, it's about $120 an hour to air anything for Redeemer Radio, whether that's produced in-house or we get it from somebody else. So just to put it on the air, it's about 120 bucks. That hour may be an hour that changes someone's life and calls them to the church. So don't be afraid to give $120 and, and keep us on air for one hour. Reminder, too, that we are on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We never stop turning the light on for people to come to our Catholic faith. So remember, uh, your donation means everything to us. Lisa Vanderbilt, thank you so much. And thank you to the Strattons. We've got a couple more donations as well. Um, it looks like we're, we're going to be just fine, but we do need everybody to participate. So this next question, sort of a, a general question, but in your parish, obviously the parish in the past has done so well at supporting um, Sherathon. And I think that something like that doesn't happen by uh, mistake. You know, Father, you talked about believing in the vision, but but what types of things do you do? And maybe it's not just Sherathon, but what types of things do you do as a, a parish community to make sure that the things that are most important to the parish stay front of mind for parishioners and their and their families? What are some of the things that you do? And maybe that's through school. I mean, I know we get a parent newsletter, all sorts of things, but but tell us some of the things that are meaningful for your parish community, our parish community. 
You know, one thing I would mention is one reason this parish has been so successful with the, with the share is Russ and Kathy Seaver uh, put up a big table in the in the gathering space a week or two before the the, the uh, share uh, Chances to sign up, chances to donate, chances to fill out a pledge, whatever you'd like to do. They make it very visible and very obvious. And we can't just walk in and out of the church without knowing about the share So we're well informed because of the Seavers. So we thank them for that. I'm really glad you mentioned that. They are, they are longtime contributors, supporters, uh, board members, just absolutely wonderful people. Um, they certainly don't hurt the cause at all, do they? Right. They, they are friendly. They are um, loving. They are faithful Catholics. They are, they are shining faces to see. So um, thank you for mentioning that. But what about other things? I mean, within uh, how, are, how are the kids? How do you get the kids involved? Because I know in the past the kids have, have uh, done little fundraisers and things. But what are some of the things to get the, the school and the parish involved at uh, sort of a grassroots level? Involved in the radio station, you mean? Or no, in- no, just in, in, in participating in, in things. things that are important to the parish. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about some of the youth things that are happening? Uh, sure. Talk about, for instance, what's what's happening with, with the youth retreat that's coming up? I mean, what's? Yeah, we just started planning for this next retreat. So we do two retreats a year for the teenagers. Um, and we do them at, up at St. Felix. And it's been really, it's a really positive thing, I think that the kids need an excuse to get away and really focus on Christ just as much as we do. Um, our last retreat was really awesome. This something that the teenagers wanted that we made happen was all night adoration. So after our benediction service, which was about two hours on Saturday night, we had all night adoration and we didn't have a hard time getting people to sign up. They were in there all night long. And I think really just putting Christ forward to them and saying, come pray, just you have this resource here and we're here supporting you and we're a community with you. Um, but just putting Jesus at the center of all that we do, I think, is what they need and is much more than we can give them. Numbers aren't anything, but but we get 40 or 50 kids on these retreats. So we have- yeah, last year our fall retreat was 50 and our spring retreat was like 45. So and we're wow. expecting another big one this year because we're having um, the CYSC team help us a little bit. So mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I, I, I'm humbled to hear that children are asking for all night adoration. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that is what a beautiful mm-hmm. um, recognition of, uh, I, I just don't think that there are a lot of children in general who are, you know, have strong enough will to say, you know, we really want to do something that is uh, oriented toward God. I mean, so many of them want to think about, what's in their hands or, uh, you know, what's top of mind right now at this moment. Yeah, I feel like working with the teens has been an inspiration to me personally because they do things like every retreat, they give up their phone for the whole weekend, you know, and they want that and they need that and they see that it's beneficial. I think it's really easy to step back and say, oh, kids these days are, they don't know where it's at, but they really do. They know what they need. It's just giving it to them. Have you found over time that uh, the way that we reach kids has changed? Yeah, I think you have to just keep changing. We keep asking them, letting them be a part of it, letting them minister to their peers and being willing to change and try new things and have new games. Or we went, we did some um, online meetings during the pandemic and we met in person and show social distancing as soon as we could and we're always willing to try something new and change and grow and listen to what they want. Yeah, I think I think there is certainly uh, an 
in the interest of inclusion to to invite the kids to and even young adults and uh, gosh even other adults that you know hey this is you, it's your faith you, you've got to practice it we want we can't practice it for you so what is it that you know that you require what do you need to be enriched and um, I think it absolutely starts at that that level I mean if we're inviting children to participate in their own faith it's it's a whole lot more likely that they'll do it when they're thirty or sixty yeah. so. Yeah. Um, a, a, quite a few more people to thank here. Um, Mr. and Mrs. David Johnston, Tom and Connie Cronstein, Gary Rogers, Matt Uber. Sorry if I messed up your name, Matt. Thank you for donating. Tom Richter, Paul Gerardo texted in a pledge for St. Charles Hour, and he also gave to Women's Care Center Hour. Paul, if you want, you, you're free to give every hour. We would be happy <laughs> um, to take that. So thank you very much uh, for your gift. Teresa Murphy called in a pledge, and thank you, Marlene Romy. We're, we're running now. So are there any folks who you have not seen on the list um, that we really need to call out on air? I'm always <laughs> comfortable with that if anybody wants to. Um, <laughs> Abigail Ripley might be one of them. I, it's a little strange I haven't seen her name. Jeez. Um, but, uh, yeah, so thank you for all the folks who are donating. And we're, we'll probably go into a break soon. So I want to give everybody a reminder. Um, there are several ways that you can donate. You can call 260-436-9598. And we really love that one because we get to talk to you and you can make sure you get a, a nice prayer request in. But if you don't want to do that, you're welcome to go to RedeemerRadio.com. You can click on the Give Now button or you can text the word Give to our Holy Cross College text line at 260 Remember that there is no gift uh, that is too small. Um, All of your thoughts, prayers, consideration, and love are also a big part of how we're successful. So please think about um, what you may be able to do. And then we, we haven't really mentioned, but don't forget there are unique ways you could do a stock donation if you have appreciated stock. I'm not going to give any uh, investment advice over the air, but that is one way to think about things. And then for those who are um, 70 and better, uh, 70 and a half and better, um, you could even consider using an IRA. So um, be creative. We would love to, um, to enrich the radio station with your gift. Um, we also have Michael Lewis gave online, Jill and Kevin O'Sullivan. I'd say we just get a list running. It would be awesome. We would just fill the air with donations. Um, okay. So one of the things that I did want to ask you guys is um, about Mini Cardinal Fest. So this was a first time, right? This was a new a new event. And um, it seemed like it was an overwhelming success, but were there any highlights from the weekend that you want to share over the air? The Color Wars. Emma's got to tell us about this. Oh, boy. <laughs> Teenagers throwing projectiles at each other. <laughs> it was very popular. It was Emma's work. You want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, tell us about that. Um, we, we wanted to have a kickoff event, and we actually didn't know Cardinal Fest was happening that day, so we started planning it, and then we found out about Cardinal Fest, and we are like, okay, let's just roll it all in together. So it was just like colored powder um, in like a sock, and you oh. throw it at each other and a big puff of colored powder would go on each other so the kids really the teens really had a fun time making a mess this is uh was there a winner you know we started with like rules and a game but we ended with everybody just pelting each other so i don't know that there was a really winner maybe we are all winners Ah, okay a collective community win yeah uh i could see that descending into chaos pretty quickly (laughs) yeah but it fun chaos very good very good any other highlights any other special moments 
Cardinal uh, Fest has typically a lot of it been indoors, whereas we've had carnival games indoors. Yeah. And we just couldn't do that with that many people crowded in together. So everything was outdoors this year. And the weather worked for us. It. it was a hot day, but it was at least we, it wasn't raining. Yeah. We had a big turnout. We had a lot of people, a lot of fun with it. I, I know for, for my family, um, just being able to get together with the community and hang out and socialize and have fun was great for, for most of us, but especially my oldest son who just started at Dwanger. He's been very, very involved in things there and very stressed with school and athletics and, and trying to meet all of his responsibilities. But he rode his bike over to that day at noon and he stayed there till four o'clock when it shut down. Most of us came home after an hour and a half or so. He was there and we were all going, what is he doing over there? He was winning prizes for people. He was watching the football game with people. He was, <laughs> he it was just tooling around and having fun with his community. So it was, it was great for that aspect too. That is a really, it, it is really good. That's um, my, my kids went and they were immediately uh, overheated. So we played for about an hour and then we went home. Um, before we go to our bottom of the hour break, uh, I want to mention we're up to 29 pledges for almost $2,000. Um, let's see if we can double that over our three minute break. Um, and we'll see you back here in just a couple of minutes. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by becoming a recurring donor. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sherathon and allow us to focus on programs and future needs. Your recurring donation can be automatically charged to a credit or debit card or transferred from a bank account. I came back to my faith in my mid-20s, and so for the period of time that I was not practicing, I feel like I missed out on a lot, a lot of learning and enrichment and understanding the Catholic viewpoint. So Redeemer Radio and its programming helps me. I feel like I'm catching up and and it, it just fills my brain and heart with so many wonderful things to keep me thinking throughout the day. Redeemer Radio programs accompany listeners at every stage of their faith journey. For men and women raised in the faith and those searching for the fullness of the truth, Our programming has something for everyone. Your donation helps bring the truth of the Catholic faith to listeners 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It costs about $120 to provide Redeemer Radio listeners with one hour of Catholic programming. All donors who give this amount or more automatically qualify for a specially designed t-shirt. Call today and support Redeemer Radio's efforts to amplify the voice of the Creator with content that invites. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Redeemer Radio's Fall share My name is Mike Ripley. I am your host for another 20 minutes here with folks from the St. Charles Church and School and Parish, and we are just having a wild time here in the studio. Um, and while while you were gone, we had several more donations come in. Um, and if somebody can, somebody else read those so I don't uh, mess up any names there. Anybody willing? Marlene Deezer, the Crothers, Brenda and Stuart Harder, Brandon and Trudy Landers, Kathy Jacob, Deb and Ed Schmeeman, Schmeeman, uh, Dennis and Jill Redding, and Stacy Eunuch. What a what a great little break we had there. Good run, folks. Thank Good you, run. Stacey. She's my fellow youth minister. She's my boss. <laughs> well, thank job, you very Stacey. much, Stacy. <laughs> yes, don't take that out of anybody's paycheck. <laughs> Um, so, folks, uh, we are here for Sherathon. This is our uh, our 
semi-annual uh, or biannual, I never remember which one of those it is, uh, fundraiser for Redeemer Radio. Uh, we have several different ways that you can be a supporter of the radio station and all that this apostolate does. The first one and the best one, because you can call in and talk to a live person, is to call the studio 260-436-9598. And you can also go online at RedeemerRadio.com and click on the Give Now button. You can also text the word GIVE to our Holy Cross College text line, 260-436-9598. And folks, they give me a huge script that I'm supposed to cover. I never really do a great job of covering it, but I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Um, However, uh, one of the things that we haven't talked about yet up to this point is uh, Redeemer Radio's launch and participation in something we call Spoke Street Media, which um, for those who have not heard, um, hopefully you have heard, but if you haven't heard, um, Spoke Street Media was specifically started um, as a podcasting production, um, a network, you might say. And our uh, our vision is that we will amplify the voice of the creator by fostering content that invites. And so what does that really mean in a short statement? We want to call people to participate in the Catholic faith from wherever they stand today. Um, we, we want to make sure that they know they belong here. And we find that's an extension of Redeemer Radio because we are airing a lot of those podcasts on our actual airwaves. And uh, we're trying to create unique things that call out to different people. So, uh, and the reason I mention that is because Stacy, Emma's boss, is in fact working <laughs> on a Spoke Street uh, podcast. So, thank you to her for her donation and for being a part of something new, unique, different, and uh, and beautiful. So, uh, so Father, I asked specifically, what do we want to cover? There's this little thing that we have going on at St. Charles, and uh, why don't you tell us about the renovation? Sure, I'll start. Um, Ever since our church was built in 1975, there's been a question of why the tabernacle is not in the church. The tabernacle is in the chapel. Uh, It's visible from some parts of the church through some slats, but for most of the church is not visible. And um, it's in a nice, quiet, beautiful place for prayer, but it's not visible in the church. So for years, Monsignor Solzer said, I'm going to leave that task to my successor. Uh, I've been here five years now, and we're, we're about to do something here. So uh, if Margaret would like to jump in and talk, Margaret's got a, a degree in architecture from Notre ah. Dame. So she's on our committee for this renovation. Uh, we've got a committee of about eight or ten people who have been meeting for several years. Uh, looking at all kinds of plans and designs, and we're just about ready to begin. Fantastic. So, Mark, would you like to talk a little bit about what we're going to do? All right. Well, like Father said, primarily we're bringing the tabernacle front and center in the main sanctuary. Um, but at the same time that we're focusing on that, we're, we're focusing on beautifying the sanctuary. Um, uh, my push for beautification came from college. Um, I was blessed to spend a year in Rome uh, while I was studying architecture, and all the beautiful churches there many times led my thoughts to God. Um, they encouraged my vocation. Uh, mosaics shockingly helped me through a lot of mundane and difficult days, just studying and drawing mosaics. Um, so the beauty of, of the physical church building itself for me um, has helped me grow in my faith quite a bit. Uh, so to be able to bring some beauty to St. Charles through better materials like marble and, and mosaic and, um, uh, better flooring, um, getting rid of the big cloud of speakers that hangs above the altar and putting a, instead a cloud of angels uh, and a crucifix. Um, those, I hope, will help direct people's thoughts much more readily to God and to uh, what we're there for when we celebrate Mass. 
aside from money, because that's always a challenge, but are there any uh, particular challenges that, that are uh, facing the project? I mean, I, I, you, uh, the video showed some of the things where we've got to raise some floors and some ceilings, but, mm-hmm. but are there any, uh, you know, real um, uh, specters that we've got to look at in the architecture? Yeah, the real thing is just that a lot of different people in a parish have a lot of different tastes and different ideas. So we're trying to <laughs> make as many people happy as we can and yet do something that, that really is beautiful. Uh, what one person finds beautiful, another person might not. Right. Uh, so we're kind of trying to juggle as much as we can. Uh, we've got a, a architect from Columbus, Ohio, who does a lot of work with Catholic churches and is, is an expert in Catholic architecture. He's been guiding us through all this. And I think it's going to be a stunning result once we're done. Yeah, cer- certainly the preview was beautiful. Um, one thing I noticed, and I haven't had time to ask, so I'll just ask on the air. Um, I also saw that, uh, that we were going to be using an artist out of St. Louis, and that looked absolutely beautiful. Can anybody shed some light on uh, sort of how that happened? Sure. Uh, the architect knew her. Okay. Uh, she She's a painter in St. Louis who does uh, portraits and paintings of saints and, and does a lot of work for churches. Uh, that's kind of her specialty. So we've got her at work. She's painting a, a painting of St. Charles, another one of the Blessed Mother with a Christ child in her lap, and then angels that'll go up around the top. Uh, she's also kind of a fascinating person. She she doesn't paint from photographs. Uh, she hires a model, and then she sews clothes for them, and she paints with a live model sitting in front of her. Yeah. And she, she sent us some photographs of herself painting this fellow who's dressed up like St. Charles. Uh, I, I didn't know anybody did that since Renaissance days. But. She even was seeking out the right cloth that she wanted to use for for the painting so that she could make sure the folds in it had the right sheen and the right shadow and the, I mean she it's wow. amazing the amount of preparation and research this woman is putting into yeah. two murals wow yeah. what yeah. attention to detail yeah. yeah she's got a little challenge because we know what St. Charles looked like there are a lot of portraits of him um, and he's got a remarkable nose so she's having a little trouble finding the right model for that. So her first model is is a kind of an ordinary looking fellow with just an ordinary looking nose. Oh, so well, she's got to work on that part. That, that just won't do. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, well, that is a unique challenge, and uh-huh. uh, but I'm sure one that can be uh, can be accomplished. That's right. <laughs> Very good. A uh, quick update: we we have had some more pledges come in. Um, thanks to Mr. and Mrs. Bertoli, the Hartmans, and Father James. Um, Lois Bush, the Klebers, Joanne Gardner, Sean and Marge um, Deegan. I'm going to say that that way. Uh, we're up to 42 pledges for $3,618. I did get the actual goal while we were on break, and it is 12500 So we're not there yet. Um, we're less, we're, we're more than 25% of the way, but just barely. So, um, for folks that are listening, remember there is no gift too small. The number of pledges makes so, uh, so much of a difference for us. Um, and, and in fact, here we go. So we have a donor who will give a $500 bonus toward the goal if we get 15 more pledges in the next 15 minutes. So that's not that complicated of a goal. If you've been listening and you give a dollar... Uh, you will count towards that total. I'm still waiting on Abigail Ripley. Uh, <laughs> she she should be listening. Maybe she could call in and give. Uh, that would be great. Um, so just a reminder, the different ways that you can, in fact, make a donation, you can call us here at the studio, 260-436-9598. We have volunteers at the station that will uh, are ready and willing and excited to take your phone call. You can go to RedeemerRadio.com, click on the Give Now button, 
or you can text the word GIVE to our Holy Cross College text line at 260-436-9598. Also, I I said it earlier, but you can actually watch us live on Facebook or on YouTube. Um, So if you'd like to see us, uh, you can go to the share main page, and this will be on our website. Um, Find this hour and click on the Facebook or YouTube link. You can watch now or later. Um, what you we would love for you to watch is for all of our pledges to come in and us hit our goal. Um, and then help us out, uh, like or subscribe on YouTube or on Facebook, which, you know, I maybe I'll be a, become a social media influencer here in the next uh, 11 minutes. Okay, so going back to the renovation, we, we've got a challenge um, of raising money, and I believe it was over the next 18 months is, is the duration of the program. Yeah. Um, and we kicked it off Sunday, uh, sort of formally announced it. Um, what are some milestones that you're going to need to meet along the way or that will be met along the way? What are things that um, folks can expect to see happening? Yeah, we'll be talking about the capital campaign for the next two weeks. Uh, honestly, I'm not concerned about that. I think we'll have no trouble meeting our goal on that. We've already got a lot of a lot of pledges already behind the scenes, and we're moving along. I'm not too concerned about that. Uh, the big thing is just seeing the focus of we're going to have our tabernacle in a place where we can all see it. Uh, um, it uh, just needs to be a focus in the church, and at this point, it isn't. Um, I tell the story of my parents. The first time when I was first transferred to St. Charles, my parents came to visit. And my mom's question after mass was, why don't you have a tabernacle in your church? Um, She hadn't taken the whole tour and didn't know about the chapel in the back and wondered why we had a Catholic church with no tabernacle. So uh, it certainly could be perplexing. (laughs) We need to address that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think when you talk about the beautification of the church, too, I think certainly when God is there, it, it, that's the central piece. But when when you have the beauty there, you combine that with an atmosphere where maybe you can you can physically find a little bit more peace to actually be able to spend that quiet time with God, and and your focus is not spent on. And I, we're guilty of this, by the way. Uh, you know, a juice stain on the upholstery. Um, <laughs> And it's, those are just things that happen to a church over time, and, and we refresh and we renew, and, and it becomes a little more inviting, and it's a reason for people to have a little more passion. And so um, it's a beautiful project, and I really do think, I mean, the artist renderings and things were brilliant, uh, absolutely awesome. Yeah. So what a, a great project. And part of the idea, too, is that with the renovation, it shouldn't look like the home decoration kind of a thing. Uh, carpeting and, and wooden Things are, are, are beautiful in a home, but a church ought to be set apart as something different. So we're adding, adding in some marble, adding in some some oil paintings, adding in a terrazzo floor, uh, things that are that are bigger and better and more beautiful than you would have in your home. This is this is this is an important place. This is God's place. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and that's that's a. Uh... That is a distinction I think a lot of us need to make, not just mm-hmm. in the church itself, but that when we're leaving home, heading to Mass, um, you know, it's a different mindset. Um, we have had uh, several donations come in, so thank you to everyone. Tony Staley, Marlene Dizer, Mr. and Mrs. Augustin, Augustine, maybe, uh, Linda Wellman, Art Weingarter, Joe and Deanie Dom, John and Sue Hackman, and Cindy says, anyone who went on the Italy pilgrimage with Father Tom and Father Eric. She is challenging you to give. 
Um, and remember, we did have a donor who said they'll give a $500 bonus toward the goal. If we get 15 more pledges in the next, uh, now we're under that, we're at seven minutes. So um, please, please, please uh, call into that number 260-436-9598. Go online to RedeemerRadio.com, click on Give Now, um, text the word Give to our Holy Cross College text line. And that's actually really easy to use for folks who have not done that before. And that's the same number as the station, 260-436-9598. There are many, many ways to give. Um, there is a free T-shirt uh, that says Made for Greatness for those who give $120 or more. Um, and, and that's a great reason also to swing by the station where we would love to see you. Also, I usually say this normally when I host, but as a reminder to everyone, COVID kind of sets this uh, a little aside, but we this is actually a time of great joy in the physical walls here at Redeemer Radio. So if you have an interest in coming by and seeing us here at the station, um, we would love to see you. Come in if you'd like to make a donation. Uh, it's always joyful. Um, you might be able to sneak a snack from some of our uh, lovely food donors. Um, it, it's always a great time to be here. Um, we got an update. We need eight more calls or texts to unlock the $500 or online. Uh, so clarification there. We just need eight more and we will get another $500. So you'll, you'll be really amplifying your donation there. We want to thank Cheryl and Jim Roy, two of the Redeemer Radio founders gave. Um, I've had the pleasure of working with one of their daughters and they're an awesome family. I also wanted to shout out to Tony Staley, who's in South Bend. That's my dad. Oh, I've spent some time on air with you. Hey. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yes. Thank you so much. And a reminder, uh, I'm, I think I've given the number lots of times, but I'll give it again. 260-436-9598 is the number to dial or to text on uh, the Holy Cross College text line. And you can always go online to RedeemerRadio.com and click on the Give Now button. One thing I haven't mentioned up to this point is you can also be a monthly donor. You can actually give a small donation over 12 months. Um, lots of different ways uh, to actually split your money up. And remember, it costs about 120 Twenty dollars an hour um, to run any content that we run, and so we can't do that. If you think about how many hours we're on, twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five days a year, um, it's not inexpensive. We run about a million dollar budget here at the radio station. I don't know that we've ever announced that formally, but it takes about a million dollars a year to keep Redeemer Radio on the air. So um, every little bit of your donation gets us closer to being able to do that. And we're grateful for it. Thank you to Jerry and Sharon and Knights of Columbus Council 451. So um, hopefully Jerry and Sharon gave separately and Knights of Columbus. And we've got some more uh, progress toward our goal. Um, okay. So we've only got a couple minutes left. Any closing thoughts from you all about um, anything that's exciting uh, coming up at the at the church, the school, um, or thoughts about Redeemer Radio? I'll give you a parting shot. Emma, I'll put you on the spot. Um, I guess most recently we have a young adult retreat coming up in two weeks. And if any young adult is interested, it'll be a really great time up at St. Felix. Just go to our website and you can find that information. Great. What is that website? St. Charles. It's S.T. Charles Fort Wayne. <laughs> Spill out everything except the St. S.T. Charles Fort Wayne. Thank you, Father. Dot, dot org. <laughs> dot org. Okay. Yep. Margaret, what about you? I am not coming up with any final shout outs. So. <laughs> well, okay. So here, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out. You sandbagged on a, an architecture degree from Notre Dame um, in, in a, a minute and a half. Tell us what was the most beautiful thing 
that you experienced through that degree, what 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 is the one lasting mark that you took away from that? Because I I have to believe you saw a bunch of amazing stuff. Oh, oh just living within the city of Rome is is beautiful itself to to think of all the saints that have walked on those same streets. Uh, I just realized I finished a book on St. Catherine of Siena recently, and I passed by the church where she is buried probably twice a week for nine months and never stepped inside. And I'm kicking myself that I never, ever saw St. Catherine of Siena's tomb. But there's so many beautiful things to see within that city. I can't can't fathom doing it in a couple of years, let alone nine well, months. Well, that sounds like a trip for the family to me. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, very good. <laughs> and Father Tom, anything for us? That just to remind we did a, a Redeemer Radio uh a trip that was sponsored by Redeemer Radio to to Rome and Italy a couple of years ago. I don't know if they're going to start those back up again, but just a great opportunity. So, now the radio stations are, are one of our best ways of evangelizing, spreading the word, um, not only helping to educate us about the faith, those of us who are active in the faith, but more important, reaching people who aren't, people who are in their cars, uh, people who aren't necessarily Catholic or even interested in Catholicism, but they they hit on that radio station. Uh, this is a chance to reach out in a world that needs that. It is. And thank you for saying that. And it's something that I don't know that everybody understands. But so 106.3, if you understand how radio works. So so FM, actually, it's it's uh, a band, right, of actual uh, and Doug, Doug could tell much more about this. But but literally, we are a high power station. I mean, we are the definition of a high power station um, in the in the in the engineering sense. And to think about the gift that God has given to our diocese um, to have two FM radio stations to be able to broadcast his word that that really it comes from this diocese, this diocese, these parishes, our schools, our communities. We have such a beautiful gift here. And it's everyone who's listening today that. Literally, we are donor supported, so we don't receive any direct funding from anybody anywhere. It's all given. It's all given out of love. Um, but that we have this beautiful evangel- evangelization tool um, that that so few have in their diocese or or in their you know, their community. So we're so grateful for that. We're grateful for the people who support us. Um, and I've got some great news for everybody. We haven't hit our uh, donation. Uh, goal yet, but we have a record number of pledges so far this year-a-thon. Oh. 57 pledges already. Um, so more that have come Thanks, in. Aunt Jay- Terry. What's that? <laughs> Terry O'Rourke, I see my aunt. There you go. Aunt Terry, <laughs> thank you so much. Jane Relu, Darlene Simpson, Tracy Signs, Terry O'Rourke, um, Emily Parker, Barb and Martha Shrek, some gal, Abby Ripley, uh, f- finally got done working out and made a donation. Thank you, Abby. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Mama Rip. Uh, actually, it was probably Felix who called that in. So, um, Father, if you could end us in prayer, uh, folks, sure. we are gonna we're gonna um, jump off here in a second. But uh, don't stop giving. Um, even if you don't give in this hour, you can always attribute your pledge to Saint Charles. Um, but more than anything, just please consider us in your prayers and uh, and and your giving. Uh, Father, if you could close us in prayer, and then Let's we'll pray. all see everybody later. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you for your blessings and thank you for the faith that brings us here. We thank you for the the generosity of all who've made this radio station possible. We thank you for the the, the people who have who've broadcast and worked through this station. We thank you especially for the donors who've, who've made it all possible. Guide us and help us to spread the good news. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for listening this hour. We'll be back soon with more of Redeemer Radio's Fall Share Thought.